Hey guys, welcome to episode number 40 of Take This. Griff and I are so excited to do this Super Bowl episode with you. We have a ton, and I mean it, a ton to get to before we begin. Uh, but first, I want to let you know that today's episode is sponsored by you. would be nothing without you. Thank you to the viewers. Thank you to the people. Thank you to the everyone who has been watching and listening and talking about sports with us. We could not do it without you. We love what we do. Very excited to get into it. I don't know who y'all are picking for the Super Bowl, but get it to me. Please, I, uh, you know, maybe we will air some of your picks at some point. But anyway, without further ado, this is episode number 40 of Take This, the Super Bowl preview episode. Let's do it. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Take This. This is episode number 40. Griff, we are here. Episode number 40. How does it feel to be this far along into a podcast? Isn't that so <laughs> exciting? It is exciting. And I'll tell you what, it's even more exciting. Um, <clears throat> it's episode 40, and it is Super Bowl week, Brad. It we is. are... We're here. I am extremely excited because, I mean, it's, it is it like the Super Bowl as an event is just so fun. I think, you know, you think about the Super Bowl parties, <clears throat> you think about, um, you know, all of the commercials. We have a Super Bowl halftime show, which, by the way, I think this year's lineup is uh, going to be very fun. Uh, you know, you have some of the greatest rappers to ever walk the earth i really love that kendrick lamar is on the show but uh yeah no it's it's a great spectacle i'm very much looking forward to um to just sitting down with uh i'm just you know i'm going to a party it's just a small thing with like my parents and like two other people so it low key but you know what man it, it's gonna be a good time i'm very much looking forward to it uh i mean i'm looking forward to matt stafford hoisting the lombardi trophy <laughs> But yeah, man. Um, yeah, I. What about um, you? Are you? Are you? I know you're not as much of an NFL guy, but like, so it's the Super Bowl. Come on, I feel like there's a little bit more excitement in the air. Yeah, you could say that. Um, it's weird too. Are you like, just upset because of the Stafford thing? Does that just really put a damper on it for you? So, you know, I don't. You know, I don't know. Um, it's 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 always weird for me because like. So I never cared about the commercials because, you know, whatever. Right. Um, and, as, you know, as a kid, I was I was in I was super into college football, like really, really right. into college football. But then, like, I just never I just never got the whole NFL thing. And, and you know, a lot of it, a lot of what it was probably is that my dad always had these like New Year's Eve parties. And I was always like not a fan of them. Like so many people would come over and I'd be like sitting there like, you know, 12 or whatever. And not a fan, not a fan of the family that would come over. Just so just not interested at all. I would always watch like the commercials and stuff like after the fact, but it would never be like 
something that I would like enjoy in the moment. And the the you know what's interesting though too is is that I every I I usually like to watch when Tom Brady was there. I say I will say that like in my childhood I loved watching Tom Brady win or lose or whatever. But it was always more exciting for me when Tom Brady was there. And I think that that is something that's interesting too, because I am seeing a very, very, and I want to go off and I have this like opinion here, but I want to go off and into Joe Burrow because Joe Burrow is getting to remind me of what Tom Brady did when he was here or when he was in the same position in 2003 or 2002, whatever, like Joe Burrow is the guy, like he comes in and just, and goes into an environment that's not, usually friendly to new quarterbacks or new personnel and he changes the environment and it's crazy to see and and this is something that i and i want to touch on this very quickly because yeah i have um been thinking about this a lot and i've not i'm not really sure yet how to talk about this yet because I don't know what will happen on Sunday. Like, I don't think that that is some merit that, you know, if Joe Burrow loses, that this is like all lost on him, whatever, because Matthew Stafford, this is his moment. This is his, this defines almost like what he's been through. And this will kind of change a lot of minds, but Joe is, is it not ironic that Joe Burrow is going against Matthew Stafford? Because as someone who sat here and watched him, die in Detroit, right? Like he was the product of, yes, a failed franchise, but he was someone that wasn't able to lift them to Mm -hmm. another level. Like he was not able to get them to that level. And just to see Joe Burrow come into Cincinnati, an environment where they didn't win a playoff game since 1991, he was able to do that not only in his second year, but get them to the Super Bowl. God, that has got to be the – I could not write a script so, better than that. I'm going to say this. Yeah, There I'm are sure. some – all right, sass. Um, no, what this has shown me, right, We for – the last two decades, we've really valued the quarterback position, and rightfully so. It's the most important position on the field, and good quarterback play is the difference between, like, Denver is, like, the best example. If they are one quarterback away from being a championship contender because of how loaded the rest of the roster is, but when you don't have a quarterback anchoring down your offense to keep things moving, you don't got a shot, right? Like, it's just not going to happen. However... I do think like this thing of like the quarterback is all you need is also, you know, not the case because like, yeah, Joe Burrow has been incredible and he's easily going trending towards being a, another, you know, a great, like, I think we're going to be seeing like between Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and even, uh, well, really, those three, right? Like, those three are going to be running the AFC, and it's going to be very, very fun to watch the next couple of years. And, but it goes to show, like, look at all those teams. Are they not all, like, incredibly talented? Like, Patrick Mahomes has the best tight end in football, has one of the best receivers in football, has a stable of good running backs, um, a pretty good, damn good offensive line. 
And, you know, the defense has been was suspect at times, but still overall, I think they were, you know, top half of the league unit. You look at the the Bills, I mean, they didn't have a running game, but they had everything else. Good receivers, a decent tight end play, and their defense was stout. And then you look at the Bengals, and it's like, look at who Joe Burrow has to throw the ball to. And I'm not saying, I'm not taking anything away from Joe Burrow. I'm just saying, look at who he has to throw the ball to. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. And an emerging player in CJ Uzoma or whatever, however it's pronounced, Uzoma, their tight end, who had turned into a pretty damn good player uh, as this year went on. So, what to, the long point I'm trying to make here is all of these quarterbacks are very good and are a big reason why their teams had the years they did and were as successful as they are. Because, like, let's be real, all of those teams had successful years. All made the playoffs, all won a playoff game. Some were more successful than others, but hey, only one team can win, right? So it's the nature of the game. But you, the the thing I'm trying to say is be, all of that points to you need a good team around you. You don't need you don't necessarily need the best team, but you need a good team and you need good coaching. I've always said scheme over team. And the Lions, regard like Stony Rock, Stafford did not step up in games where he, where he needed to, and could have done could have tried to do more with what he had. But the Lions also had incompetent coaching. Jim Caldwell was uh, could not elevate that team when they were stacked with talent, and couldn't get them past the first round of the playoffs. Um, you know, and obviously the Matt Patricia era, you know, the Jim Schwartz era. All of it just it just goes to show that this game is a team sport. And while there are positions that are more valuable than others, you need a team to win it. And Stafford this year went to a team that has great coaching so do you and think- a shit ton of great weapons. And I think that's why we saw such instant success. Like, yeah, that team is built to win. And there's probably you could maybe argue eight other, at least eight other quarterbacks. Like if you put just, I was going to say of all the young quarterbacks, I didn't mention Justin Herbert because he's on a team with some good weapons, but the coaching has been suspect. And some of the talent has been suspect on the team that they just haven't been able to take that next step forward. Like their special teams kills them. Their kicker could not make extra points. So then, so then what, what do you say then about Joe Burrow? Because, like, if you put, so, if you if I'm, you go again, into the like, if you took 2009 Matthew Stafford from when when Stafford was drafted, right, and you put 2009 Matthew Stafford in to in 2021 Cincinnati, and you give him his, his second year, right, like this would be the equivalent to 2010 Matthew oh, Stafford. Would would Stafford's nowhere close to what Burrow is now, and so you know, that's nowhere. what. And I think that that's like it's just ironic, isn't it? It's yeah. ironic oh, that, yeah, that Stafford Burrow is playing Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl because yeah. Burrow d- did come in and was an instant difference maker. And you know, I will say this: I, I got to give credit to the Bengals, by the way. What a what a great team they built in such a quick turnaround. I mean, you get Jamar Chase, you've had Joe Mixon. 
you had probably two the two best free agent signings in the entire league with um Trey Hendrickson, who might have been the perfect free agent signing. Um, and then also Mike Hilton, who has been, you know, a fantastic cornerback. And that really has helped solidify that defense in being competitive. Cause that was my big concern was I thought their defense was going to be a lot worse than it was. And it has, hasn't been the best, but it's been pretty damn good. So, um, but you know, they built a good team around him. So it, it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Joe Burrow is that good, and he is in an organization, at least in the last couple of years with building their team, has acted like a competent organization with acquiring players and putting in a good coaching system. It, it's both. now. But like you said, Burrow came in. He has been, like, he is better than Stafford in terms of, like, where they are in their career and their career trajectories as long as Burrow doesn't have a devastating injury or, you know, regress like insanely, like way more than you could ever imagine, he is going to have a way better career trajectory than Stafford is. And I think a lot of that, like Stafford, I remember if you remember the early years, he was rough and they kind of brought in, I think it was, I forget who the off, it might've been Caldwell really to fix him because he was, he you know turned the ball over a lot and and it was after Caldwell we did really start to see a better version of Matthew Stafford and then we so it was kind of like we had all these things going we had a decent team Stafford was starting to kind of come into his own a, a lot more and then Quintricia happened and everything fell off a cliff I, I genuinely believe if we if they had kept going along the route that they were and they had made a better coaching decision and didn't have Bob Quinn running things like it's very possible that Detroit could have been built to be a Super Bowl caliber team like but that just goes to show what happens when you know one bad hire can kill you and end your franchise's momentum and force you to do an, a bare bones rebuild and I and I absolutely so, gr agree too because like Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia set the Lions back 10 years like when they were hired, what, what, when, when it, Bob Quinn I came mean, in 2015, I would, say 10. I would 10. say 10, just because the, the nature of the NFL, the NFL literally builds, um, <laughs> it kind of like the way the NFL is set up is to not allow a team to be good for a long period of time. That's why it was so impressive that the Patriots did it, but like I'm the sure. way they're, because of the way the salary cap works, you can't afford to. Um, maintain all those good players because eventually they'll leave. So the NFL is built for ups and downs. That's why they're look at the Bengals. They went first to worst, right? They were the worst team in the AFC North last year. And now are, I mean, that, know, that must suck. That must suck no. to be like a Browns fan too. Like, think about that. Like you got, you come in, you got Baker Mayfield. You're, you think that you're on like the, the war path. Oh, you just, you just went to the AFC championship. You just, you or just no, won you the AFC to, North. You just beat, you know, like you, you're like, it's us versus the Steelers, Steelers now. In the playoff. Yep. And, and now Cincinnati's coming for you. And now you got to deal with Cincinnati. And now, now that, that, that's got it. That's got to hurt. God, like they just, 
just last year were this close to a Super Bowl. And then Cincinnati goes there versus Kansas City. So my oh my God, that is uh I can't like I I can't imagine what that's like. Yeah, it's it's rough. <laughs> like uh but I I, and I hope the Lions can do it, and I'm obviously very hopeful that they do. But, you know, right now, good for – like, would you say this, like this Super Bowl, like, are you disappointed if either team wins? Like, there's been Super Bowls where I'm like, fuck that team. I don't want that person to get a ring. So, like, yeah, but like sort of. In this instance, there's not really – the only thing I would say is I hate the Rams owner, Stan Kroenke, and what he did to St. Louis. Yeah. So for that, I would say, fuck you. I hate you. The only the only Super Bowl that I've ever felt like eh about before, and, and I can't really say that because I have like a vendetta against the city of Philadelphia, but the the closest thing I could think of really is like the, the Eagles and the Patriots. And this is not at all an opinion that is very popular like a lot of people who were i remember that watching that super bowl like a lot of people who didn't like me they were like ah of course he's a patriots fan like of course he likes tom brady like of course you know and 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 a lot of that too was for me that was right around the time that like donald trump was gaining like all this popularity and stuff like that and he'd been elected and all this stuff and whatever and so a lot of people were comparing like brady having that make america great again hat in there like it was a very like political reason to dislike tom brady like very much so but Tom Brady's the reason why that I started watching football. He's the reason why, like, I, like, did all this stuff. Like, I would, you know, go on, like, video games and, and go in franchise mode, play as the as the Patriots. Like, like, there was all this stuff that, like, got me into football. And, like, I just can't. And it, it was a part of that story, too, right? Like, he was this guy who was, like, out of college, just like, no one. Like, we don't care about you, you know? Right. And and I think that that was, was part of it, too. And, and so it was it was almost like this comeback story. This dude turns out to be the greatest player in the history of the NFL. And, like, it's just crazy. And, and there was – I remember reading this article. I can't remember specifically. I think it was on Slate.com. But I remember it was a Patriots fan who was sort of like – talking about the Patriots and why like rooting for them at that in that moment was good for good if you dislike the NFL and at that time like I had I had a friend who who had worked for at the NFL Network and she was a producer and like all this stuff and and I remember uh like her saying that the NFL is one of the worst like places to work and like I remember like thinking like as part of like for late like labor in general like that was something that was like very important to me and so I remember like reading that article and it was it's it basically saying that if you have like for if you're like morally worried about rooting for New England, then just keep in mind that like the Patriots are everything that the NFL hates like at the like at at its center the Patriots at the time were very much like anti NFL because the Patriots winning all the time was bad for the NFL success. And like, just in spite of deflate gate and all this shit, like it was very much so like almost like a, like F you like sort of move, you know? 
and the Eagles ended up winning that year. Like, you know, right? Was it was that the year that the Eagles won? Yeah, I think so. And so I did have because the Patriots what went to the Super Bowl three years in a row. They won the the um the year uh, before and after they lost to the Eagles. And I just remember like thinking too to myself like it's Tom Brady. He's gonna get another one. So if they lose, what does it matter? You know. So that was my th- and I know that I've gone on to this like long winded spiel, but it's it's it that was the only time that I've ever been like because every year it's like there's a team that I just can't stand at least one like the Falcons can't stand them like the um you know just every year there's there's one team that you just dislike but if the Bengals win that's a good story the la- you know what's what, what's another one too probably New oh. Orleans the year that the the Saints won who did they beat uh the Colts so right like if a lot of people were pulling for the Colts if the Colts won cool if the Saints win, they just went through Hurricane Katrina, so you feel bad right. for them. So you know, like, you know, like it's always it's always that like sob story now. You know, like good well, for the yeah, city, and the feel good story, right? right? Like, and I think like if the Bengals win, they have that. If right. the Rams win, there's less of a feel good. It's it's more it's it's a few things. It's right? for Stafford too. Aaron Donald deserves a ring, right? Right going to be one of the greatest players of all time that's a guy that deserves a ring um and you know arguably stafford should too but like him it's obviously because he was our quarterback for so long that i'm kind of like more uh, i hope i hope you know he wins one because good for him although you know, obviously it hurts the Lions draft pick, which isn't great, but whatever. Well, and um, and too, like if he wins a Super Bowl, dude ends up going in a Hall of Fame. Like he is not like going in an in Detroit jersey. Still, well, no, but I don't. I still think it's arguable if he goes to the Hall of Fame. I know so? he's got the accolades. Well, he, well, I don't think he's I never. Mean, I don't he think has. That, he's never been he does, an All Pro. It's but it's it's an if though. Oh yeah, if he does, he's going in as a Ram. 100%. Right. Absolutely. That you know. Because why why would he go in as you know what I mean? Like he didn't accomplish anything with the Lions, like the Lions, yada exactly. yada yada. Yeah, no, he he will go in as a Ram. Right. He's gonna do what Calvin Johnson did. We're not gonna <laughs> I could talk about that. Dude should have went in as a free agent. Calvin Johnson should have went in. No no team no team attached. Just an he, NFL jersey. He might as well have because <laughs> he he didn't really talk about the Lions because no. he didn't give him. No, satisfaction. And, and, I mean, it's it's like Calvin Johnson in the in the in the Hall of Fame is just like when I'm like creating a player and like MLB the show and it just says MLB the show <laughs> on the on the front. That's it. Just just the game, just the name of the game. But I mean, and you're right though. You're right. Like I don't think that he has like the accolades right now to go in because like, what has he done? You know, like I mean, if he goes, if he goes in with the, like with the Rams, right, and he wins the Super Bowl, like that's that's like Nick Nick Foles has won a Super Bowl. Who else has won a Super Bowl? Lots of players have won Super Bowls, but they're not like they're not God, you know. They're not right. They're not. They're not all that, you know. Yeah. So no, but I think to look forward to this game, and we're gonna we're kind of not talking about the game itself because we're kind of going to get into it and 
in who you got. We have a, a very fun. Oh, I'm excited for all of you. But <clears throat> no, look, going into it, like the biggest strengths of the Rams is their defense. I think we know the 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 question mark is is that Bengals offensive line with how poorly you know gave up nine sacks in a playoff game. And now you got to worry about Aaron Donald. That's not a great uh, recipe for success. Um, but you know it's Joe Shasty, baby. It's Joey B, Joe Burrow, baby. Like he's that good, and also like he's got the offensive output. And the Bengals' defense is nothing to wag your finger at. On paper, and like I get why the spread is like four and a half for the Rams. On paper, it looks like the Rams should win this game. But I've said that about every other opponent the Bengals have had. And if this game comes down to what quarterback can make a big play at the end of the game, that's a tough. It's that's going to be t- uh, close. It's going to. It's a coin flip because say all you want about Stafford, dude's clutch. He always comes up in the clutch. That's what he was always good at towards the end of his career in Detroit. Shit, he did it against the Buccaneers when he got in a field goal position. Now, that was also bad defense by the Buccaneers. Point still stands, though. You need someone to make a play and drive you down the field in under two minutes. Stafford's a guy to do it. And Joe Burrow is also a guy to do it. So, this can be a good game. I'm very excited for it. And, uh, yeah, we're going to... You know, let's uh, let you want to dive a little deeper into it, Brett. The season finale. Do we want to do this? Are we ready for this? I oh I the... oh I am oh I am I am so excited. You okay, you can so, I don't think you can handle how excited I am. So, I stumbled across this lovely uh, link on Reddit. I don't have the original thing up, unfortunately, so I cannot credit whoever made it. Um, but shout out to you. They put together, it is the ultimate Super Bowl prop bet uh, layout sheet. It's got everything. And I love prop bets in the Super Bowl. I do not bet actually anything because I just don't care to. But I love prop bets during the Super Bowl just as a thing. Like, can I get it right? You know? So. Brad, let's just, and this is our season finale of who you got. Just so everyone knows, we were, Brad and I were very good this year, like 56 and 57% each, I think. You were one point behind me. So this is, you know, for all the marbles, Brad, you know, you got to get one more than me. And, uh, you know, we have so many picks here that I'm not really worried about, you know, us having a bunch of the same picks because I do think we're going to think things differently throughout this oh, i mean I one of them is literally a coin toss quite well, literally. and that's so. the thing well and and a lot of these are like 50 50 like and i and i like not to spoil anything but like one of these is the color of the gatorade that is dumped on the winning head coach i don't know yep. if there's any formula to that but there's probably a breakdown i mean because like if you, you know, study like the, like the, the primary color. well Let's. I'll, I'm gonna give you a little. You're gonna a little bit, yeah. Because let's talk about the first one. All right, pregame prop bets. Over under national anthem length a minute and thirty five seconds. Mickey Guyton. Yeah. So, 
country Here's some singer. Fun stats. I have a fun stat for you, Bradford. I have yeah. a fun stat for you. Yeah. Did you know in the last 11 Super Bowl national anthems, all of them around the same minute and 30 mark, none of them, none of them have hit the under. They've all gone over because people like to embellish the note. I mean, they're on a national platform, 200 million people oh, watching, you know. So it's always they've gone all over. been. However, they've all been at the minute 30. They've all been over. Yeah. And they've all been in that minute and 35 range. And they've all gone over by significant, like 10 seconds. Oh, so, I bet. Because, well, I just but, looked it up. The average from 1990 to like nine to 2000 or something like that. The average length of the anthem was a minute 56. Wow. So that I, that, wow. I was just thinking like, this is a terrible number. Um, however, so here's the other thing I found out, uh, based on some articles I saw on this, I was like on TikTok and I was scrolling through and was someone talking about this over under, and I went and looked at this stuff up and it's true. So I looked that up and then, but Mickey Guyton, the singer yeah. is known as quickie Mickey because of how quick she sings the national anthem. I bet. I bet. So, okay. Yeah. But. You know, let, let's that sing it reason. right now and now, see how long it is. Isn't, she isn't saying that. She's saying the national anthem. She isn't saying the national anthem at the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, how I much think, you want to bet? She takes three minutes. Oh, she's going to be holding notes. She's going to, like, again, she will not be quickie Mickey. Give me the over. We go to 12 in a row. Um. Yeah, I'm going to go over. Yeah. Uh, this one, I feel like, is, is I don't want to say the easier one but like the last 11 have gone over yeah and people are trying to impress on the national stage oh i bet do it up. all right brad what will the coin toss the first coin toss be heads or tails and who wins the toss so two and one here i gotta go i believe these are separate prop bets if you actually bet them uh but you parlay it do a double like point <laughs> flip basically I, I mean, you, we can still do them as separate, but I got tails and I have the Rams winning. Okay. Tails never fails for Brad. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? Like, again, that's literally I am 50, also 50. A tails never fails, but I'll pick yeah. the Bengals just because mm. who fucking cares? Let's be right. honest. Exactly. Because uh, this doesn't have any thought process. <laughs> All right. So here we have our over unders. Yeah. So we're not only doing over-unders total. We're doing over-unders on a per-quarter basis. Yeah. So in the first and third quarters, the over-under is nine and a half. So that's yep. points in that quarter only, mm -hmm. not like the total. Yeah. And then the second quarter, 13 and a half. And then the overall total of the game, 48 and a half points. Yeah. So Bradford, who do I have? So I got... Ah, this is so hard. Um, so I got an over on this one. Um, I, I, so to be honest, you want to hear my honest answer? I got over on the first, second, third, and the fourth quarter. So I got an, oh, I got, oh, I got to go over on all of them. Wow. Brad, like, I going... mean, like, come on, come on. Nine and a half. You know what gets you to nine and a half? Seven, seven to three. That's true. That like all you no, need, all I need. It's not a lot. So 
I'm gonna do. I'm gonna say. I gotta take these the teams. These teams are both. I feel like slow starters. You think so? But it's the Super Bowl. So I'm going to do over for the first. I'm going to do over for the second. I'm doing under for the yeah. third because I think there'll be a lull in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I think there's going to be an over in the fourth. So my reasoning and so obviously. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say my reasoning, too, is just because. Like, think about it. What's the best way to win the lottery? You bet the same numbers every time. That's fair. That is fair. So I'm using logic, you know? So I assume you are over for the game as well. I am over for the game. Yeah, that would be uh, dumb I am, to go I am picking there. that. Well, yeah, because you picked over. I'm going over as well. Yeah. I mean, this is literally, I need 24 to 24. I feel yeah. like this game's going to get there. It's gap yeah, the thirty points. I mean, someone's both get of these to offenses are electric. Yeah, I think it's going to be insane. All right, moving on. Game Going stats. On to the game stats over unders. All right, Brad over under five and a half touchdowns. Five and a half. Um. Yeah. So you, I'm going to go. Five. I'm going to go over. Say if you're going over on the others, I think that's totally <laughs> you might fair. as well. Yeah, going over. Yeah, this one's interesting. Field uh-huh. goals three and a half. I gotta go over. Damn it! You keep taking mine because I, <laughs> I ain't going. So here's my reasoning for this: yeah. we have these teams have like two of the best kickers in the NFL. That's true, and I think like. Just late game, I think they could be trading field goals for like the win or trying to tie it up. Yeah. All right. This one's interesting. Mm-hmm. Interceptions, one and a half. I got to go over. Okay. I'm going to go under. Mm. I don't think either. I think both quarterbacks are going to have great games. Yeah. I don't think they're going to make mistakes. And then fumbles... I'm also under on that. It's also one and a half. Fumbles are a lot harder to predict, but I feel like I'm going to go under. Teams, I'm going to yeah. go under just because that I think, well, and I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. And I, I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Like, could not tell you. Yeah, I just think. Oh, I, fumbles are hard to predict because. You know, it's it's like a trend, right? Like, you know, like if a quarterback throws a lot of interceptions, you can kind of predict on that. Um, right. But it's also but, hard because Joe Burrow and like Matthew Stafford, like it's what? Like, well, in the NFL's not like a running league, right? Like it's a passing league. Yeah. So, like, and like you got to think like who are the running backs, right? We have Joe right. Mixon, who's got good balls. Sonny Michelle. Sonny Michelle and Cam Akers, who right. are, will be fine. I, I just don't first I mean unless a strip sack fumble, but that's so hard to predict. And that's the thing. Like you got two solid backs. And I mean the more you run, the more chance you have at a at a fumble. Yeah. Um yeah, so for that I think I gotta go I think I gotta go under there. All right. So sacks four and a half. So for me, you want, I, you I'm gonna be surprising. I'm gonna go over. No, I'm 100% going over. Uh, yeah. This is too easy. Stafford does not have great pocket presence. That was no. one of my biggest critiques of him in Detroit. Took a lot of sacks. 
Joe Burrow has good pocket presence, but very rarely has ever has a clean pocket. There's and also a lot Aaron of Donald um there's a lot of pressure to... here. Yeah. I was gonna say you're gonna have a Aaron Donald and Von Miller trying to eat your lunch. Right. With that offensive line. I think easily between the two teams we see five sacks. All right. Punts six and a half. I have to go under. That number is too high. It is almost yeah, to so. seven. It's all like if that if, was I'll one. Say this, I'll say this: if this hits the over, I it will. It means it's a bad game, right? And that's I mean it's that's a, yeah that's fair. That's totally fair because like I would think that like three punts each, you know, because I feel like if you're punting a lot, you're just punting a lot, right? Like that's that means that you're punting like more than like four times, you know, in a game, and. Again, like if it's seven, like if you got seven punts in the game, like I don't want to see that. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I, I got the under on uh, that, but then kick returns over. So got to go over. over. Yeah, because like we are already if there's six touchdowns, there's six you, kick returns. Right, right. Unless something happens at like the end of the half. But right, I, you know. I think. I th- if we're saying over on the field goals and over on the touchdowns, right? I think there's a lot of kickoff returns. Yeah, so that's just a lot. That means a like, lot of scoring. If you're doing this, you should parlay those. Like, if you really think the field goals and the touchdowns are both going to be overs, you should absolutely parlay it with the kickoff returns because it kind of automatically means if you hit the touchdowns and field goals, the kick returns have to hit. Right. So uh, if you are betting this, parlay it, boost your odds, help yourself out. Pat's on back. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, so, all right. That's the uh, over under in the game stats. Now we're going to run through the Rams players right. and their individual stats. Uh, a few of the fun, you know, prop bets over unders. We start with one Mr. Cam Akers. I gotta take rushing yard sixty-eight and a half. I sixty-eight and a half. Sixty-eight and a half. Sorry. What do you got, Griff? Who do you got? I'm going over. Go over. He has been very quiet. Yeah. It is rushing yards. That's the thing. If it was all purpose, I'd feel better about it. I'm gonna take the under, right? And I don't blame you. So I think there will be a lot of passing in this game. And I think specifically, like you're going to see a lot of passing from Matthew Stafford. That is what he does. He didn't get to 50,000 yards. He was not fastest to 50,000 yards on accident. He did that because he just fucking chucks the ball. Like I remember one of my earliest memories of Matthew Stafford, right? He's doing his two minute drill at the half. Yep. And I forget who the hell this was. This game was against, but, but the lions are kind of making a comeback. They're at, they're almost to the half, right? And Matthew Stafford chucks the ball down to Calvin Johnson and lands at the three yard line. You know what happened after that? Half over. Mm. Get, <laughs> half just ended. Like at yep. the, the buzzer. You know, it was three minutes from the end zone. And I was like, that figures. Commercial break. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. I think. Uh... I mean, I don't know. No, like I, again, like you're gonna see, you're gonna see a lot of passing in this game. Yeah, I think so too. But I'm still gonna go the over on Acres. 
just I mean, all he needs is 68, uh, 68 and a half it's yards. not a lot. Like, it's he can not, rip a no. long run and get half of that. So, no. uh, yeah, I'm going to go acres. Over. I mean, that's two 30-yard right. runs almost. Yep. All right, Matthew Stafford over under 24 and a half completions. Yeah, are you kidding me? Over. I parlay that with the previous one. Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, oh man, that's tough. I I kind of wanna. I want to say. Part of me wants to say under. Is Stafford gonna throw the ball twenty five times? Come on, he's gotta. Yeah, he's gotta. He's definitely he's gotta. Like, this I mean, you could put, you re- could make them both the same. Like you just because one is over does not mean this one's got to be under. Oh, hundred percent. No, no, no. I, I, I know that. I wasn't. I was just thinking. Like, do I really think he's going to throw the ball that much? And I just think he's going to have to. I think the game is going to come down to. Yeah. It's going to get to a point where it's I mean, a think about that, right? Like, if you're in a two-minute drill, Rams are behind or something. You know, right. that, I mean, he's that, this could go. This could go completely opposite, and the Rams end up at a point where they're running out the clock, and Sony Michelle and Cam Akers are out here just thriving on runs and four yard runs here and there, whatever. And all of a sudden, like now you got cam Akers with a hundred rushing yards just on with the last 40 in the last two minutes. Yep. You know? All right. Cooper cup over 107.5 receiving yards. You know, I thought about this one too. And I think that cam Akers. I mean, uh, sorry, Cooper cup's going to have a big game. I'm going to go over and I'm going over and, Dude, and, oh, and I, scores a hundred yards every game. And right. And so like, and and so you'd think that the Bengals would try to like cover him and you'd think that the chiefs would too, but the dude is just always open. I mean, he's some big guy, right? Like any, he, it's not like he's hiding from anyone, but he's just out open all the time. Yep. Uh, 100%. So, um, okay. So OBJ now over under five and a half receptions. I'm going to go under. I'm going over mainly because it seems like they've prioritized getting the ball in his hands more often. Right. And he has been utilized more in the passing game. So for now, or for now, I am going over. All right. Cooper cup, eight and a half receptions. I assume we're both going over here. Yeah. Because we, if he's getting that. I mean, granted Cooper cup could go over a hundred yards in three plays, but yeah, and, and, and with Stafford, too, that's probably pretty likely, if I'm going to be honest. But, it, so, you yeah. know, that's the thing, right? With Stafford is that he just chucks the ball for, like, you know, a million different plays, whatever. Like, you know, I, and it's all part of that air raid arm. He's just got an he's just got one of the best arms in the league. Well, I say he's a great right. quarterback. No, but he's got the, one of the best arms. Yeah, exactly. So. Looking back at the, or sorry, looking up next. So we got Sony Michelle anytime touchdown scorer. So over I'm gonna go. I'm gonna touchdown. go over because all he needs is one. Um, and the reason I say that, and it's it's tough because like with Stafford making all these big plays, but I think that is part of the logic, right? Because Stafford is some guy that shoots the ball downfield. And ends up with 
I mean, maybe you have, I mean, yeah, maybe you pass it in the end zone and third down, but like, you're going to run it or try to run it in the end, in the red zone. You got to do something. You don't want to throw an interception in the, in the red zone. And so I don't know, like you got to do that. Same, same logic, same thing with Barry Sanders in the nineties. He would run for a million yards, but he'd never have like the touchdown results because you know, these guys would always just run it into the end zone on a two yard play. Right. Yeah, I get that. I'm going under just because I think, you know, he is the second I mean, down back. Right. Or the secondary back, I That's should true. say. That's true. I'm gonna I'm gonna give the nod. I'm just gonna say he's not gonna score a touchdown. It Cam Akers hasn't scored one touchdown this postseason. I feel like he's due for one. So That's true. I'm gonna assume he gets the touchdowns and there's gonna be receiving touchdowns. That's so true. I'm say under on it. All right. We got final Jefferson. Mr. Van Jefferson, very underrated deep threat receiver, but he doesn't get a lot of looks. But again, he could get this in one play. 31 and a half receiving yards. <clears throat> this is a tough one. This is a tough one. I don't like picking this. <laughs> I got to take under. I, I just, I don't know. I mean, I guess like when in doubt, take the over. Screw it. Who cares? Take the under. Yeah, I'm going to go over. I just feel like he's going to get one or two of those bomb plays. Right. And that's going to be enough to get him to, the, to that total. So I'm going to go over. All right. Joe Mixon. Joe the Bengals Mixon. On to the Bengals players. 62 and a half yards. That's a tough one. I'm going to say over. I think that, and I don't know, maybe, well, you know, I don't know how what the Bengals are going to do. You know, they've surprised me up to this point. So I I feel a lot less confident on these Bengals, on these Bengals players than I do about the Rams players. But I'm going to take I got I don't know, take the under. Who cares? That's it. Did I say you're, over you're, or under? It's a passing game. Yeah. It's a passing. I'm going to go under as well. I just don't trust the Bengals offensive line. Joe Burrow, two and a half touchdown passes. I mean, I think this is pretty obvious for both this of is us. Gonna be, on... Yeah, this is going to be over. So the only reason this doesn't happen is if Joe Burrow throws the ball and all of his receivers get tackled at like the two. Right. Wow. <laughs> and yeah, and well, then, you know, it's a rushing yeah. touchdown. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, all right. I got to... Jamar, oh, I'm sorry. Jamar go Chase? Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. If you have more to elaborate. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. I, I don't. Yeah. Joe Burrow, though, over two and a half. I think he gets three passing touchdowns. That's, yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory. Jamar um, Chase, uh, receiving yards, 82 and a half. That's a tough one. I feel like he's going to be getting a lot. Of, he's going to be with Ramsey, you know? Right. Well, who's their main, under? like, who's their number one target? Chase, easily. Right. He'll get shadowed by Ramsey all game, I right, think. right. Just about all game. Right. And that's the thing. Like, like the Rams, like, have, like, Cooper Cup, and he's, like, somehow, I don't know, always, like, again, like, I just don't know, understand how he's not covered more. Like, I don't understand how that happens. Like, I was watching, like, what, the AFC Championship? Or, I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, no. What, 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 what was the game I was watching? Was it the NFC Championship game? Where he's just out, out in the middle of nowhere, like, at the end of the game, and they're just not covering him for some fucking reason? Yeah. I mean, granted, it was San Francisco, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. No, I think with Chase, I'm going to go under on the yards. 
I just feel like he's going to get held in check by Ramsey and the other Bengals receivers are going to have a very good day. I and that's the that's thing, smart. right? Like you got to spread it around. So I, I yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I got to say under. Oh, immediately following that, that makes my next pick very easy. T Higgins, five and a half receptions. I'm going over T Higgins yeah. has got to be one of the most underrated receivers in I don't want to say in the league, but he is such a good number two receiver. He's a big body. He's going to get the red zone looks. He's, he's very, very good. Do you Um, think, do you think that the, and this kind of ties into the whole thing. Do you think that like the bangle strategy should be to just hog the clock? Because, um, like with short pass, I mean, I don't know because like I'm thinking about it more and more and I don't know that because Stafford's not this like dude, right? Like it's, and this is in college. This isn't like, you know, in college, like that's a, that's a very like overused strategy just because you have a bunch of guys that like can sling the ball across a t- to bad secondary. But the pro- the problem that I foresee is like Stafford just chucking the ball some way and ended up with like an 80 yard and I don't know that there's going to be a lot of those, but would yeah. the Bengals be better off just with clock control? Um, yeah, I mean, so you then, so because if you if the Bengals do that, the game you're going to see every yeah. you're going to see every receiver at five and a half receptions doing screens and flats and whatever have you. Yeah, not. that's definitely possible. I'm just not sure, but I right. do think so. You're going over with Higgins. Absolutely. I would take I the over on every receiver that they have. It, even if they have to throw the ball a lot, I think I think Ramsey is going to make Chase uh, not a non-factor. He's still going right. to get targets and catches, but I think he's going to be limited and Burrow is going to have to give some receptions elsewhere. And I think Higgins will be the benefactor of that. Right. All right. Joe Burrow rushing yards, 11 and a half. You know, I'm going to go under just because I think that there will be some sacks in this game, right? Like that counts, right? So like, oh, it if does he... not take away from rushing yards on QBs. Are you sure? Sacks it doesn't. Do not... Sacks do not count in college. They do in the NFL. Sacks do not count. Ah, as what is that yard. bullshit? Well, it's kind of stupid for like. That's yeah, true. If you're a rushing quarterback in like college, I always hated that rule because it it's like, oh, he didn't have that many rushing yards. Like, well, yeah, because every sack he lost like four. It's not really right, right, right. the same. I guess that's not really that. You know, that's not really fair. To them um i'm still gonna take the under i mean again like you mentioned the rams have a like a defensive line that's gonna that's gonna really challenge the Bengals' offensive line i mean granted this yeah. game could be 40 20 it's gonna be really challenging for the for the for the Bengals. yeah i think um oh man i'm gonna say under i feel like he could rip one for you know rip a runoff but i just don't think like a qb sneak like he, i don't know burrow is elusive in the pocket but he's not really going to take off and run with it he's gonna buy time and try to find a receiver right so i'm gonna say under i'm gonna go with you under all right tyler boyd 38 and a half receiving yards over under i gotta take I got to take the over. So I'm conflicted on this. Yeah. Because Boyd is the really in that offense. He's the fifth option. 
right between Chase Mixon, Higgins, and Uzama. He's probably the fifth, you know, the wide receiver five in terms of the target share in this game, or at least in the Bengals offense. He probably gets the fifth highest target share. It's only 40 yards, though. Chase is going to be, you know, between, you know, they have some good corners. So Chase and Higgins could both be hindered in terms of yardage. Boyd, it can break off a big play. I'll say over, even though I'm not super confident about that. About it. All right. Samaje Perrine, he's the second uh, secondary back for the Bengals. Who do you have, or what do you have here? You know, over under one and a half receptions. Gotta take the under. You know, it's. I I just don't think. Like, if they bring him out, I think he is their. He's kind of like their third down back, you know? Like, they'll use him as a passing option. I just don't think he's going to get the targets. You know, Bradford. Hello, yeah. Bradford, you know. No, and well, I, listen, I get it. Samaje <laughs> Perrine breakdown isn't the most exciting thing, but it's Super well, Bowl week. Nick, this, come on! I thought you go into this spiel. I was expecting you to go into no, this thing no, no, about no. about. I don't about, have you know, to say about Perrine. And well, well, yeah, what do you want me to say about him? Game. I've already said that he's yeah, it's under. I'd be surprised if he get one. All right. I'd be surprised right. if he's on the field once. All right. There you go. Real bold. Okay. Moving on to this is just LA or Cincinnati. Uh, who will do these things first, really? Um, so, who's going to get so, a touchdown first, Griff? L.A. or Cincinnati? Who did, who did I pick to win the coin toss? The Bengals. <laughs> I'm gonna say the Bengals then. Um, it is, I, I, I yeah, I think Bengals score. They score quickly and set the tone. So, and that's well, right? Well, so like, but that's the thing, right? Like, I picked, and I, and I don't know, like that this is gonna happen. But who did I pick to win the coin toss? I picked the Rams. Even then, the Rams. whoever wins the coin toss, Griff could defer you know that right like they can that defer so and that's probably Ooh, that's what they point. will do that's really because that's point. the smarter that's the smarter option i'm changing my pick i'm going rams, Come, actually. I just... <laughs> now to be fair i'm taking the rams because i now that i've thought about it yeah the Bengals, i feel like play from behind a lot yeah and I mean that's that's Dude. totally fair. I I'm picking, I'm I'm saying the Rams because I think and I and I and I feel that for some reason I just had it in my gut feeling like I can see the the Bengals getting a and again foreshadowing but I can see that the Bengals will get a field goal first but the Rams are gonna get the opening touchdown. Yeah, you know, like I mean the Bengals could score first, but I still think that the Rams will get the first touchdown. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. I think that is a that is fair. Um Yeah, so we both got Rams. We both got Rams. All right, now first field goal based on what you just said. Bengals. Bengals all Bang- the way, baby. Okay. Bengals all the way. 
I know. It's it's bold. It's going bold. You know, I could tell you the whole game. Predict the whole game already. I know what's gonna happen. That's so. Yeah, that is actually. It kind of sucks that go we're not doing this on like Friday or Saturday or something. Yeah. You know, we yeah. should do that, Griff. We should do another show on Friday and Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say I want to not for the Super Bowl because you know I feel like you're at parties for Super Bowls, right? And other people are at that. But during the draft, I want to do. I don't know if we'll broadcast it, but you and I will do a watch along together. We should do that. Maybe. We should do that. That is a good idea, Griff. That yeah. is a good See idea. Because the, the Lions have two picks, right? And you know, there's a lot of fun things going on exactly um, with it, even outside the Lions. So it's right. going to be a good time. Anyway, first field goal. I'll say Rams just to be mm. different. And okay. Because yeah. Sure. I think the Bengals will answer the touchdown with another touchdown. Okay. Yeah. I mean, right, yeah, that first, could happen. First turnover. First turnover. Um, that's a toughie. I gotta say, Stafford. If, if 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 yeah, I was gonna say if it's gonna happen, it'll be Stafford throwing a pick. And right, and he does that like a lot. Like it's 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 almost like disgusting because you're like, wow, he can play football, and then you're like, absolutely not. Just kidding. I forget that I said that. Yeah, it's pretty. He, it's he pretty rough. Few, he plays some hero ball, and it right. burns him sometimes. And right, well, and and like, and that's the thing, right? Like, you get like, I always say, I always say that the be- some of the best quarterbacks, right? Like Stafford, Brady, etc. They're they're very mm-hmm. good at at being like that two minute drill. Like Aaron Rodgers, same deal. Like he can do that two minute drill, right? Like no pressure. Um, every sport has that guy, that clutch guy, right? Like the quarterbacks are the guy in football. Well. Stafford seems to do it like, you know, like Brady might be in it because like his defense gave up like shit ton of touchdowns or, or that's just the nature of the game, right? Like you're just following along with the game, like the game, like that's that happens. Right. Um, with, with Stafford, it always, why, why does it always seem self-inflicted? Like it always seems like Stafford gets himself into the situation. At least it's like, Sometimes it is, and sometimes it isn't. I mean, that's totally fair because that's the NFL, right? Like, you know, I mean, the NFL's just competitive. It's got close games, like, all the time, yeah. right? And sometimes you're just in a situation that you just got to you gotta rise above in. But then you got Stafford out here sometimes just throwing an interception on third down with the lead and four, four minutes to go. So, I don't know. Yep. No, that's totally fair. It's totally fair. Griff, who um, do you think is going to take a timeout first? So I have. So my thought process here is kind of interesting yeah. because of Sean McVay. I'm going to say the Rams because of a failed challenge. Really? Interesting. I think because that's an automatic timeout. Right, right, right. It, it does it not. Sense. It just says for first team to use a timeout. Right. So that I, I mean that's totally that includes. Fair. I assume that includes you know. Uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? I assume that includes timeouts burned, because of a failed challenge. So I'm going with that. I think that the Bengals are going to lead at the. Ha- I mean, I'm sorry. I think that the Rams are going to lead at the half, and so I think that because of that. Like that logic, I think that the Rams will um 
I'm sorry. I think that the Bengals will use the timeout first. Um, just because they're probably, I mean, again, like, I, I mean, it's pretty common knowledge. I think that they like to play from behind. Um, that seems to be the general vibe. Do I, do I know if that'll happen? Nah, not really, but we'll see. Yeah. All right. P- first punt. And then the first team to punt. First team to punt. I got to say the Rams. don't think there will be a lot of punting in this game. Neither do I. So this is kind of random for me. Yeah. I'll just say Bengals. I'm just going to be like, you know, that offensive line gives up a bad sack early. That could be true. That could be true. I mean, I could totally see a a point where like the Rams, like the Ram, like they're scoring, right? It's maybe like it's close, like it's 10 to seven or something stupid like that. And then like the Bengals punt it away. And then the rant, or, or I'm sorry. So the, I mean, Stafford throws an interception and it's 10 to seven and then the Bengals punted and then the Rams do something. I don't know, but all right. So now we're moving on to yes or no. Yes or no. These are just, will these things happen in the game? Right. So, first kickoff. Will it be a touchback? Yes. Aren't these kickers yeah. amazing? They kick it out of the back of the end zone. The only reason why it wouldn't is if some, the whoever the returner was got you know right felt started feeling themselves a little a little too much. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was like it's yeah. the Super Bowl. I'm gonna win it all, and then he fumbles, <laughs> taking it out of the end zone. Um. All right. So we both got yes. First offensive play is a rushing attempt. So this does not include the kickoff. This is after the offense is on the field. Will the first play be a rushing attempt? The problem with this that I have with this is really that, like, I don't know. I it depends on who does it, but I and it's hard to say. I know this is just a yes or no. Um, if it's the Rams, then no, but if it's the Bengals, then I have more confidence. I'm going to say, I'm going to say yes, just to say yes. I'm going to say yes, because I think you're right. I think if the Bengals get it very likely and even the Rams, that's still 50, 50 that right. So, so I feel like, you know, it's a good chance, right? You know, and it's the Super Bowl, like. You run the ball, you let the other, you let your offense kind of, you know, let everyone get that first play out of their system, right. calm the nerves, and then you settle in, right? Right, exactly. All right, will there be a special teams for defensive touchdown? I got to say, oh, no. Now, I this is obviously, no. like, I got to say no. This would have very good odds. Like, this, us saying no would be, like, minus 230, and then, oh, like, <sighs> Yes, it'd be plus three hundred. God, but that's, that's I'm uh, saying no. Yeah, Next it's thing, we we both we both said under on the turnovers. Right, so that already reduces the chances. Right, and well, and like you got to think, right? Like, think- what are the chances that there's an interception? They're pretty high since Stafford has a relatively like. You know, high. I don't want to say high, but like it's it's sort of like 
yeah, he throws interceptions. And but at the same time, like then you got to get it to the end zone. Then you got to get it. I I don't know. No, thank you. Yeah. It just it's a hard it's a very hard thing to predict. Right. So I'm going to say no as well. Yeah. Um, I don't see the special teams coming up big in that regard either. Um, right. So, yeah, I'm going to say no. Bill Evan McPherson, kicker for the Bengals, outscore Matt Gay, kicker for the Rams. No. Wait. No. No. I don't. No. 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 He I'm going to say no. I feel like the Rams will settle for more field goals. I would. I mean, you would. I, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, Griff, will there be a successful two-point conversion? That's so hard. To I gotta say yes. I have to say yes. It's this. Come on, Griff. It is the Super Bowl. Like I understand, but will there be a need to? I and and then again. Will the team need to? So will they right. even attempt one in the first place? Like I don't disagree. And then there's got to be a. It's got to be a success. But then it's the success, which I do think would happen. I, think I gotta say yes. I'm gonna stick with it. I'm sticking with it. I'll, My gut I'll says no, yes. But the no is more so because I just don't think there there will be a need for them. Right. Maybe. All right. Missed extra point. No. I mean, it's I mean, possible, but I would be shocked. These are both very good kickers who I would miss agree. extra points. All right, will Logan Wilson intercept a pass? Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say yes. Safety. I'm gonna say yes. Ooh, I'm gonna say no. Mm. Very specific, and I I just don't <laughs> think. Yeah. I think Stafford is not gonna make a lot of mistakes in this game. Um, Onside kick attempt. Again, this is very dependent on the late game situation. It is. Or I'm gonna say no. Attempt. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say it's, no as well because it's hard, right? Like you expect. You'd expect the Bengals yeah. to be late, down late, but at the same time, mm -hmm. like I would not want to give Stafford the ball. No, I would and also I, well, not I want to give Joe Burrow the ball. Is I think, yeah, I think there's going to be a trading of leads, so right. you're going to keep kicking the ball deep, right? right. I don't think it's going to be a team playing catch up and trying to, you know, right get the ball back and steal a possession or something like that. Um, next one is Bengals use a coach's challenge first. I'm going to say no. I also am going to say no. Sean McVay loves to challenge things oh, I that probably shouldn't be challenged. So uh, I'm going to say no. I'm going Rams on that. So we both say no. Will um, the LA Rams, Brad, score in all four quarters? I think that every team is going to score in all four quarters. I think both teams are as well. Yeah. I think me and you very clearly are trying to manifest a high-scoring game here. I mean, we which, are. Like, can you blame us? No, I don't think so. Um, punt, po I'm sorry. Point scored with under one minute of the first half. I'm gonna say yes. Yeah. Yep. I, think if it, I mean, gonna... it's got even if it's a field goal. Like, I'm not mm -hmm. saying that there's gonna be a touchdown, but like, there's it's gonna just be something. A point could be right. a safety. It could be. That's true. I'll say yes. I think both of these teams are gonna play efficient football and they're both i think are good in those two minute situations will los All angeles right. have the lead at halftime yes i yeah. think if they lose this game it's because they blow it in the second half absolutely 100 percent. i do think they will go in with a lead now if they're tied we both lose this bet 
by the way. <laughs> do you have, think that does, <laughs> it does you, specifically say lead? That's true. Do, do you think that Joe Burrow has a touchdown pass in the fir- fourth quarter? Absolutely. He's too clutch. Yeah, I, I think so too. Big play, he's going to. So I mean, yeah, he's that guy. Yes he that is open. literally that guy. That guy. You're not that guy, though. You're not that guy. A fourth down conversion for a touchdown. No, and like you've no. kind of been men- mentioning in some of these, like this one is way too oddly specific. This is way too specific for me to 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 agree to. Yeah, and I think there's going to be, I, and again, I just think these teams' offenses are so good that if they get close enough to the end zone and they need a touchdown, like right. they have to go for it on fourth and goal, they they can need, like, I don't think they'll need all four downs. I think right, they'll exactly, get it done exactly. before that. A lead change in the fourth quarter, I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I, I think, think there's the going to be a lot. Gonna come and we're going to trade leads. Right. Like the end of that Rams uh, uh, Chiefs game. Um, Stafford throws an interception. Griff, I can guess. We're both, I think, going over on this. Yeah, we're we're taking the yes. I think, I think, I think, I know. I was. I think he's going to throw one. Yeah, he's going to have one bad ball because he um, always seems like he's going to have one. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it, whether it's because. And and it's always been the way that I've compared Stafford is it's always like seems to be and and Brady has some bad moments but like the thing that differentiates like Stafford in the mental game from like Brady or or someone else is like he's like sometimes like not like good in the moment you know like and Brady has some bad balls but like it's just something as stupid as like some dude tips it you know and that's right. skill or something but like should you have thrown that there and whatever yep. um. But yeah, um, do you think that the longest touchdown will be over forty-two yards? I say yes. I got to be yeah. a bomb. I'm gonna say no. I know that both of these teams can do it, but man, I gotta imagine they're not gonna let you beat them over the top. That's fair. I think it's gonna be chunk plays, but I don't think they're gonna give up long touchdowns. Right, so and that's a TD. No. So, yep, that's the biggest thing. It's touch. It's play over forty-two, absolutely, but right. I don't think the touchdown. All right, points scored with less than two minutes in the game. To me, this is an easy yes. Yeah, it's got to be a yes. Didn't we already say there's going to be points scored in the last minute? Oh, that was, that was the, the first, first half. half. My bad. Yeah. All right, Brad, will this game go into overtime? <sighs> no, I can't. I I'm can't imagine. No, I don't want. To. I like when games finish in regulation. So do I. It feels. It feels. It, it feels better for everyone. You know. Like it's it's way Taking too stressful. After and not not, it's like partially because of the Super Bowl, but also I have worked. It is Wednesday, and I've worked forty hours this week already. <laughs> so, it, yeah. I, I still have two days left. Yeah. So yeah, I'm taking a comp day Monday. Uh-huh. Um, um. Do you think Los Angeles will cover its spread at minus four and a half? No. So do I. I, I, I gotta we, say no. We, and I, this is we, foreshadowing for my pick. So if you remember last week's episode, I said on our early betting segment, lock in, lock in Bengals minus four and a half, 17 out of the 20 weeks where they were, went against a, uh, where they uh, went against a team, they either won or lost by fewer, three or fewer points. Just saying they play games and they play teams close. I think this game is going to be within th- easily within four points. I, I like, I like 
the Bengals to uh, cover the spread at the very least. All right. Hot or even? These are just three of them, but I, I it's a it's a fun little segment here. Um, will the jer- first player to score a touchdown have an odd or even jersey number? So, Brad, to give you some perspective, yeah. Uh, Cam Akers is twenty three. Mm-hmm. Cooper Cup is number ten. Um, OBJ is uh, number three, I believe. Right. Um, trying to remember. What about God? Look at the Bengals give roster me, right now to see. Give me, give me an even. Jamar Chase is number one. Yeah. What about? Uh, wait, what about? What about? Um, God, what's his name? Because I don't know any of these guys' jersey numbers. What about? Um, God, who's on the Bengals? T. Higgins is eighty-five. There, I'm realizing now. There's a lot of odd numbers. Yeah. Yeah, give me the odd. I think odds are the like that's the way the, to go. The, so unless Cooper, but the issue is Cooper Cup is the even number, right? But you know, will the Rams but score like, the first touchdown? Right. But even then, like, yeah, I think the, the odds are in your favor if you pick odd. And no, that was not an intended pun. <laughs> but like, even I mean, even then too, like you got like OBJ, you got Cam Akers, like you got multiple weapons. I mean, Stafford could throw a a screen to Akers for God's sake. I mean, he could throw a a, a swing route or a wheel route to him. Like, it's not like he's just got to throw to his receivers. Like, Cup is not yeah. the only option. Tyler Higby, who's the tight end for the Rams, is number eighty nine. Like. Right. It's a lot of odd numbers. I'm kind of realizing it's kind right. of funny, but yeah, I think like Van Jefferson's one is like 12. So like he's right. the only other one and maybe CJ Uzama. He might be 88. I can't remember, but yeah, not, not a lot of great options. So yeah, I'm going to go odd. I just, the, the, I mean, Cooper cup is the biggest, like, I don't want to say question mark, but he's the biggest reason why it wouldn't. Right. Wouldn't happen. Um, so Combined unused timeouts at halftime is that going to be odd or even? So I'm going to say odd just to get you uh get your my answer out of here. All right, Brad's going on. Yeah, this one's like tough to think. So it's like Bay's going to blow a timeout with a challenge, but like you just got to think about it in totals, right? Like, like it. Yeah, if if just trying to think like that means that someone used one, one someone used two. If if the Rams use all their timeouts, but the Bengals have one left, that's one. If it's zero, then that's even. So you think about that. I think we're. I'm gonna do even. I'm gonna say like one team has like two left. Right, right. Uses all their timeouts, and that's that's totally fair. So I'm gonna just go even. All right, combined score total. This This one's a coin flip. I'm just. Uh, I'm pretty. Let's see. I'm going to predict uh, even. Actually, I'm going to do odd because technically it's you actually have better odds of getting an odd number because in order for the score to be. Oh, actually, not necessarily. No, never mind. I'm going to say odd because my final score prediction is odd. Okay. well, there you go. All right. Halftime show. Will Mary J. Blige perform first? I don't think so. No. I'm going to say no, because I have no idea who the fuck that is. I don't know who Mary J. Blige is. I have no idea. Couldn't tell you. 
I'm so, listen. I okay. I I'm sorry. Like I'm gonna offend a lot of. I'm sorry to anyone watching. I have not seen Star Wars. Haven't seen Harry Potter. I could not tell you who, like Adam Driver. I found out about him in the last year. Had no idea who he was. Um, I listen. I I'm just like living under a rock. I could tell you what Wordle is. I could tell you that. Um, you have could, the culture of a snail. <laughs> the culture of a snail. That is so. Yeah, the culture you, of a what snail. The fuck, man. Like, I'm gonna put that in my Twitter bio. That I don't even, is I don't so. Know. Anyway, that Mary is J. Blige. Good. Mary J. Blige is a dude. I American have no idea. Hip-hop and soul songwriter and singer. She's very good. Um, I I could yeah. tell you. I know who Chris Rock She's, is. That's nothing to do with this. The a washed-up SNL comedian. I don't. He was on SNL. Couldn't tell you. I have yeah. no idea. Yeah, no, I don't up, know. Uh, not washed up. He's very good stand-up. But anyway, no, I don't think they. She. They have been billing this as like Dr. Dre and and then Snoop and then it's like Snoop Dogg and Eminem and then Kendrick Lamar and Mary J are kind of the fourth and fifth in in terms of like I think it's gonna be Dr. Dre out the gate if I'm being honest. All right, Brad. Will Eminem perform "Lose Yourself"? Um, of course he will. Yeah, hundred percent, without a doubt. I mean, like, what what name me one. Eminem song that came out in the last five years. Kamikaze, uh, Godzilla. That one got real popular. With nah. it's got Juice World on I it. I guess. I guess. I'm not a big true. Eminem fan. I used yeah. to. Like, I'm a white kid from from Metro Detroit area. You know, right. So in it's County. in your blood. So I, I was, you know, it was part of the upbringing of being an Eminem fan when you were in like middle and high school. Right. I don't really listen to him a lot now. I still like him for the most part, but like. Lose yourself was my fucking shit in fucking in high school, man. And I love right, I love them. It's his like biggest. But no, song. like well, not he, biggest, he might, but you know, he'll play and like they're gonna probably play like, um, what's the, forgot about Dre? I bet you they'll do that because Eminem and Dr. Dre are both on that. So, um, but no, I think if Eminem, he's gonna play that because it's you know it's one it's his most popular song, right. arguably. What about? I want your opinion on this one. What do you think Snoop Dogg will play? Will smoke and sing the next episode? Snoop Dogg is one hundred percent going to toke up on stage, so, and it's going to be hilarious because so I the NFL's awful rules on marijuana usage for players. It's so gonna, I agree. Now, do you, what? I, have you heard the next episode? Yeah, oh, I know the song. I have no idea what that song is. I have not heard the song. I have not heard the song. The most I've heard out of Snoop Dogg is right. when he was a guest announcer on NHL 20. Right. Dead ass. That was you, my you've, favorite. No, you've definitely you've heard it. Come you, on, you've have heard I? It. It, the fuck it's the song starts out. It's the motherfucking D-O-double-G. Snoop Dogg. Like, you've never heard that? It's one of the most, like, well-known hip-hop intros of all the, time. What is it? What is it called? It, the, the next episode. The next episode. Let's find it. You know, dude, I don't know. 
I, I listen. Dr. Dre and Snoop I don't. Dog. I have no idea. Couldn't. I don't even know if I've heard a Snoop Dogg song. I'll, he's in a Corona commercial. <laughs> I can tell you that. Anyway, so uh, yes, Snoop Dogg will smoke while they play that song. One hundred percent. What do you, Brad? I know you know nothing about it, but will. So oh oh oh. So I know this song, the the Kendrick Lamar song, "Humble." Oh, I'm Fred, gonna say yes. I'm gonna Snoop say Dog. yes. I need I'm a Snoop Dogg say, answer. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yes because okay. listen, I've not, I, I'm, dude. I don't know. So will will uh, Kendrick Lamar sing "Humble" on stage? All right. I'm gonna At say yes. No, no, I know yeah. this song, but but you're gonna be so disappointed in me. Do you know why I know this song? I don't want to know. It's from a South why? Park episode. It's the only reason I know the song is because in a song it's parodied on South Park. I can't do it. Uh, uh, I'm done. I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm disappointing you too much. Sit, sit I, did I did I be did humble. I get us canceled? Sit down. Be humble. Yeah, I know. No I know bitch. that. Yeah. Sit down. I'm yeah. Um yes, this is probably his most popular song. I do hope he plays something off to Pimp a Butterfly just so I can, you know, enjoy that and be the only one at my Super Bowl party that knows what the fucking song is, but yeah. Uh sorry. And then Doctor No, no, I'm just my parents won't yeah, know. They'll know everyone else. Fair. They won't that's know. Fair. They won't they that's won't know, fair. which is fine. I mean, I'm just glad um, like this actually I'm not gonna lie, this lineup of of like performers actually sounds to be the best one since Prince. Exactly. exactly. It sounds the most like interesting, right? Like and, and and a lot of the music that I listen to is a lot of like alternative rock, like punk music, right? And like all this stuff. And then I listen to like pop, like Taylor Swift, stuff like that. Taylor Swift. But but um if like but here's the thing like if Taylor Swift performed at like the Super Bowl, like that would be boring. Like I love Taylor Swift, but that would just be boring. Like that would not be that would not be exciting to me. Same thing with like like yeah. that'd be like putting Katy Perry at the Super Bowl. That would be like well, she already putting, has performed. And that's the, the thing. She actually it's had a good not and right, and she had a good performance. There's nothing against Katy Perry. I just think that like there's just nothing exciting about that. When red hot chili peppers were at the Super Bowl, nothing I and I love Red Hot Chili Peppers, but do I want to see them at the fucking Super Bowl? No, no I don't actually have no interest I think in that. The best, I, I but one of the ones I really, I really liked when Bruce Springsteen was on. It yeah. wasn't flashy, but there was something about it that just I loved it. I remember I, when um, I think, but no, the hands down the best one was Prince. Yeah. Um, literally singing "Purple Rain" while the rain, rain. downpoured on him. Like you can't yeah. write something. This year, if it's done well and this it you know it seems like it's gonna be a big show, this could be the next you know it, it could be up there with Prince's performance. Right. It'll be hard to. Although I don't know who Mary J. Blige is. Like I just all right, don't Brad. Know. Is Doctor Dre singing? I don't want to talk about your lack of fucking knowledge on this stuff anymore. It makes me sad. Uh, I'm just mm. teasing, Brad. Um, uh, well, yeah. Doctor well. Dre sing California Love. If you even know what that song, <laughs> don't know the song. Why would I know? Why? Why would I know this song? So um, I know that one song about California from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. 
That's great. Um, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say yes. In California. Hmm. And so am I. They're in California. That's true. Why wouldn't they play the song? All right. Got a few more things here, and we'll wrap up. Com- first commercial break. Is it going to be a car commercial? Sure. I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say mm, I'm gonna say no. Car For some reason, I feel like it's gonna be like an alcohol commercial. I think it's gonna be beer. Yeah, that's like, usually the case. Will there be a Cheetos commercial or a Pringles commercial first? I gotta say Cheetos, so I'm gonna say I yes on Cheetos the Cheetos. Well. Yeah, yeah. You, I think Cheetos. And then this one's interesting. I don't know where this is coming from, but will there be a Captain Morgan commercial before a BMW? So I'm either going to get this one right or the first one wrong. So I'm going to say yes. (laughs) Okay. Well, so if you say, oh, I see. But I mean, they're they're not mutually exclusive. There could be the first commercial break could be for Cadillac or, you know, right. Exactly. But I think that the first one, honestly, I could up the ante and say that it's going to be an electric car commercial. Honestly, that's not a bad, not a bad bet. I think there will be one throughout this. I agree. So. Color of Gatorade dumped on the winning head coach. What's it going to be? So we have clear lime green lime slash green slash yellow they kind of just loop all that in yeah yeah and then orange red blue and purple i think purple has like the highest odds really yeah yeah because purple's not that common in the gatorade bucket clear is obviously water um so that's always got a good chance i I think I'm going to say like the lime, the yellow color. So my, I, that's what I was thinking. And I'm, I promise I'm not copying you. No, I, I believe it. We've been, we've differentiated a good amount here. Um, <laughs> all right. Brad, who is your Super Bowl MVP? This probably leads into the, you know, who is the champion, but who is your Super Bowl MVP? Uh, Joe Burrow. Mm. Joe, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Did I say it? Did I say it right? Joe, Joe yes. Burrow. Joe, Joe Burrow. I am taking Jonathan Matthew Stafford. That's his name. That's yeah. his name. I didn't know that. Are you going to loop yeah. this in with the same shit that a list of things that I don't know? No, 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 no. Sorry that I didn't read Matthew Stafford's Wikipedia page. Well, you should. It's great material. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Or is it? It's just John Matthew Stafford. I shouldn't. Mm. It's not Jonathan. Jonathan, yeah. Um, Jonathan. Griff, who's your Super Bowl champion? It's the Rams. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Bengals. I am As taking understandable. the okay. Bengals to win the Super Bowl. Listen, I I understand it. I'm going with the logical approach here. I think the yeah. Bengals have the better team. The safe, I did say I think the Bengals are covering the spread. Yeah, they're gonna keep it within three points. It's going to be close. I think Stafford gets it done and gets a well-deserved ring. And Joe Burrow will be back here, and he's going to win it all. So in the future, but not time. What's your top? What's your final score? Tie break. Well, we're hoping for a high-scoring game. I'm going to say thirty-eight, thirty-five. Mm. 
Mm, ours are so close. I'm going to say 35 to 30. Going in favor of the Bengals. All right. And that has been the super segment, the big game, because you can't say Super Bowl if it's in advertising. That has been our big game edition of who you got. After the Super Bowl, we will uh, tabulate all of these scores, figure out who the ultimate who you got champion is, and we will crown a winner next week, Bradford. That's exciting. Our season one of who you got to a close i cannot i i literally can't wait like this is gonna be a great time it is it is going to be a great time after all of that i can't believe that i predicted that and it's so funny too about the super bowl but um that i predicted that matthew stafford would win a super bowl all to get to the super bowl and not pick him yep but hey you know what you're picking in the here and now. You have all the info now, so you've updated your decision. And Joe, I would have. I'm not going to hate I you. I tell you this much. I would have never picked that Joe Burrow would be in the Super Bowl. Like you, I could not. I would not. If that was one in a million, I would not put a dollar on it. Yep, I understand. That's it. It, that is. I, I no one no one expected it, but hey, no. here we are. Jeez. Ah, Griff. This was a good. This was a good time. Um, yes, it was. For those for those listening, you can you can get into contact with us on Twitter at Take This Pod. We are also an Instagram. Barely, we're trying. We're mm-hmm. being more active. We also, yep. uh, you we're know, we're also going to be on the TikToks. We're going to post some segments there. We'll definitely have a segment or two about uh, with the, with this whole segment. That is right. for sure. Well, yeah. Well, we have to now. There's no money on the line, but. There is. This is this is credibility. This is this is everything. Yes. This is everything. This gets Absolutely. us a sponsorship with FanDuel. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. We can only hope. Oh my god, no. Um anyway, not not paid advertisement. Sorry. Fan if, you know. Don't bet unless you want that no, bet if you want but you know don't bet what you can't afford to lose just understand you like have your house and don't bet smart. your house that's i learned learn from my mistake don't bet your house i have a lot of questions but we don't <laughs> have time to unpack that right now so ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening we hope you enjoyed our super bowl uh bonanza spectacular um Please be safe and smart and have a great weekend. Have a great Valentine's weekend. Guys, don't forget, day after the Super Bowl, take care of take care of the significant other. Or, you know, shame on you, all right? Take care of them. Um, have fun at your parties. Um, enjoy the good food. Enjoy being around each other. And uh, like I said, regardless of who wins, let's just all enjoy it. The magical time of year, Super Bowl. Um, Brad, thanks for being my great co-host today. People, be safe, be smart, and don't forget to make your free throws. See ya!